This is the last thing we need. Hear him. I'm back, back in the New York room. Uh, uh, uh. I'm back, back in the New York room. Here you go, here you go. Back. In the New York groove. In the New York groove. I just cut it out completely. Unbelievable. I didn't even fade it. Unbelievable. What kind of producing is that? That's that's called tier one producing because I wanted the the, the listener, the loyal needer, to hear your voice. And we are back in the New York groove, man. That uh, that four week break, <laughs> I got away from us a little bit. It's now <laughs> tomorrow's June. You have gray in your hair now. I know, dude. It's crazy. This crazy. is not good. Yeah, that time has not treated you well. Let's see how long. How long was it? Let's see. We said bye to the listener on the Super Bowl, right? Super Bowl week. So that <laughs> gosh, okay. That was what February second, the week of the second. So we yeah. said bye to the listener. We'll see you in March, which we didn't see them in March. In turn, we're seeing them in June. Yeah, well, yeah, it's pretty much June. We're recording in the last day of May here. Yeah, so happy June, y'all. Happy June. Welcome happy to season June. two. Welcome to the summertime. And season two of The Last Thing We Need. This is our first summertime episode ever. Ever. So things are going to get pretty uh, pretty naughty. What's your favorite summer food? Mm. Like cookout food. I just had a cookout yesterday. It would probably... Yeah, y'all skipped mine. Because I think y'all were so drunk the night before. Y'all were like, yeah, we'll come by. And it didn't show up. I don't even know what you're talking about. I yeah. have no recollection. Yeah, man. I don't remember a lot either. It's all right. <laughs> whatsoever of any cookout discussion. But I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I'm sorry for lying to you. I cried. I I'm a huge fan of, uh, of burgers and dogs. I think that's the generic, but also it's good if you do them right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, grilling out anything is good, you know. I especially if you got somebody on the grill who knows what they're doing, a grill master, if you will. Hey, you know, you're looking at one. No, I don't know if we are. You're looking at one, but you know, I mean, you can you can make frozen hamburgers taste pretty good if you do them right. I grilled up some burgs yesterday, and they're pretty good, and some boudin. I did boudin yesterday, too. Dude, yeah, great minds. It like. is so good. You know what's crazy is we come in the studio. And we're going to get to why we were gone. We come in the studio. I feel like we talk a little bit, but like we try to save it for the episode. So it's kind of like small talk. We're yeah. talking about some stuff, but we save it for you guys. On, we, on yeah, we show. try to let you guys kind of hear the magic. We don't want to. It's like going to the driving range before a round of golf. You yeah. don't want to hit all your good shots on yeah. the range. You yeah, want to save a little bit of the magic. I get to the putting green, too. I hit one good putt, and I'm like, we're done. I don't want to waste them all. Let's wrap it up. we got to wrap it up. Yeah, so. Put a condom on that putter. we got to go. <laughs> that's one way to put it, for mm -hmm. sure. Yep. And that's kind of what we're doing for you guys. We're putting a condom on our putter. Yep. 
and we're just gonna, you know, try to give it give it all we got. So some things have changed this season. Yeah, and, uh, sadly. Now here's the deal. There's a uh, some good changes, and there's some sad changes. But when we say season two, we don't know how long that'll be. We don't know if it'll be short. We don't know if it, we don't, you know, it could go forever. It could go not forever. Who knows? But all we know is we're here now, and by season two, the last thing we need is back. And that's all you guys need to know mm-hmm. is that turn your listening ears on and be ready because we're here and we're ready to roll. But yeah. we, are, uh, we are down a man. We've, we have lost one. If you've noticed, you haven't heard a little little giggle mm-hmm. from the old baby Watson. Mm. R.I.P. He was in a horrible accident. No. He was. He was? No, he wasn't. Oh. No. How, not, why, are you, why are you putting sorry. that out I should, there? I should have put that out there. I'm sorry. But no. I guess I said R.I.P. <laughs> you did. I, didn't, I just tried to play off you. I didn't know what to do. But we lost, we lost young Eli. Now, th- he could come back. There's a chance for Eli to come back and hang out with us. We, Always the door, welcome. The door is open. If, Eli, if you're listening. If that gonorrhea ever clears up, Eli, and you can hear this, you, you come right back in here. Hang on. I'm going to play him. I'm, I, you know what? Eli. It, it got to a point where we just couldn't, we couldn't take the smell anymore. Eli. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. What's going on? What are you trying to do? Hang on. Just stall. 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 Okay, um, I am very sad that we're losing Eli. Apparently, he just won't want to make it to the show anymore. He he says he can't find the time for All his right. old friends. All right, young Eli. Mm. Young Eli, I still. If you ever decide you ever want to come back to this episode, yeah. Just know we'll take you. The door's open. Just put a condom on that putter. On the putter. Give it to us. Just come on back. But the show must go on. Yes. And we're here. But young Eli, just know that we are thankful for all you've done for us. Your beer mile will never be forgotten. Thank you for what you've done to your body. You, you've really transformed yourself. I think it's a, I think you could thank us for that. Mm-hmm. You know, you really went out there to the gym and started working out hard. And I think it's because we pushed you to your all-time limit. You heard some of the content on America's fastest-growing podcast and said, I can be a better version of myself. And you worked on it. And you did. You became that person. And sure, it's, it's, not, it's not anything to write home about. And it's certainly not anywhere near as good as just even an average person. But it's the best that you can probably be. And that's good enough for us. Kinda. <laughs> I guess. Young Eli, the door's always open here at the podcast studio. I did not know a violin was going to queue up there. That's beautiful. It was beautiful. This might be the m- most beautiful eulogy anyone's Young ever Young Eli, heard. the door's always open. I will tell the needers that you have left the door open to possibly come back in the future when your schedule allows. He's a busy, busy man. But in the meantime... You're rocking with the Smith, and you're rocking with the Cam Dog, aka Huggy Hobbs. Fly high, Eli. We'll miss you, bud. Now that we got that out of the way, that was a beautiful moment. Let's get on to the show. Yeah, man. Season two, we got a lot planned. <laughs> We're back, man, dude. Here's the deal: burgers and dogs, great combination. 
Oh, yeah. But have you ever smoked a pork butt? Pork butt? Wow, pork what? Yeah, I have. I did one not long ago. During our hiatus, I did. Uh, actually, it was the day, the well, Sunday of the Masters. We don't have to call it a hiatus. Okay? It was a hiatus. Make no bones about it. It was 100% a hiatus. We were mad at each other. Were we? Were we? I thought you called it a hiatus. I was just trying to play off of it to see if we could spark up something and get them thinking. Uh, like fake controversy? We do need some more controversy on this show. We need, we need an on-air fight. Dude, we need to get somebody in here that just doesn't like us and then just like get them yelling. Yeah. We, do, we actually do need to craft out some things for the show like that. Like get an unwanted guest. I think yeah. that should be a, a goal of ours. Like what, what happened to that damn elf, man? Oh, t- oh, so that episode, just for the listeners to know, if you ever hear us referring in season one to a Christmas episode or uh, Letters from Santa, I believe is what it was called. We got canceled. We officially have been canceled by the cancel culture. Um, we were taken down. Too uh, much Paul McCartney. Our episode was pulled because I think in the uh, in the Elf episode where we did have Charlie the Elf come on... Um, episode got pulled because you're exactly right Cameron we had too much copywritten music being played and it was a it was a hell of a deal but you know since the Super Bowl some things have changed in your world mm-hmm. a lot of things have changed in your world um, for starters you bought a house yeah you bought a house yeah yeah we we are building right now not now, far from you not far now we're gonna be clock closer it's gonna help out with the podcast it's going to definitely help the travel, help the show a little bit for sure. And That'll be nice. Before we talk about more things in your world that's gotten different, you might be asking where we went. Well, we'll tell you. There may or may not have been an episode recorded in between here that we both were so busy to put up to explain where we've been. Yeah, that's right. We did record an episode. <laughs> we never put it up. But that's okay because this one's up and you can hear now from our voices where we've been. Yeah, and, and that one, that was Eli's last episode. I hope we can find it. I can find it. I'm, I'm sure it, we can. I put it in the drive. I'm sure we can. We, we, may, a, we need to do a best of montage of Eli. We ha- yeah, we do. <laughs> the beer mile is his best of. That it was really was truly man. incredible. And um, again, yeah, thank you. Thank you for what you've done to your body. I, did, I brought you something. You brought me something. Yeah, I did. Well, hang on, hang on. Before we get into where you brought me, we were we were gone because. Oh, oh, we're actually. We, we need we need to explain what we were doing. I think we I think we owe it to him. Okay. Because we've had, I've had texts. I've had some people ask me, "When's that new X episode coming out?" I have as well. And you know, people thought it was never coming back. And I'm here to tell you, we're back. And here's why: we were busy as shit. Yeah. Between you know, we both obviously you know I do music, and but we all have day jobs here, and we both are roofers. And there was a big storm that hit, and between that and Music was starting to do some more things. We're starting to play again. We just we both got slammed, and he was building a house, and you know, life got in the way for a little bit. It did. It did. I I was I was swamped at work. Couldn't really find the time to uh, bring the entertainment, bring the heat to you guys. But don't you worry, because the heat is back. The heat's back. Full swing. The fire is on, and it's burning. Full steam ahead. <laughs> now. Another thing I want to talk about in your world that's changed is you're no longer a Cleveland baseball fan. You know, if you know Smitty, mm-hmm. you know he's a big Cleveland homer. Mm-hmm. No longer a Cleveland fan of, uh, of the of Indians. Baseball, of the baseball. Well, yeah. they're no longer the Indians. They're the Guardians. That's right. That's so, right. So you're not a Guardians fan. That is correct. I am not a Guardians fan. I don't root against them. So I would like to formally congratulate you and welcome you. Thank you. 
to the Texas Rangers Baseball Club. Yeah, yeah. As, as it stands right now, the Rangers are uh, twenty-two and twenty-four. We're close, very close, five hundred. You know, they're they're right. making a nice little push. They've been a fun team to root for. Martin Perez, not a bad little pitcher. Not a bad little pitcher. Eli White's catch last night, hey, impressive. How was that? That was pretty impressive. Did you see it? Yeah, he yeah, I did. That home run. You know, Seager's doing all right. Simeon's off to a slow start. <laughs> He's get, see, Simeon's starting to pull it together. Last twelve games have been pretty good. Yep. Well, I'll tell you, the last month and a half for the Rangers has been a lot better than their first month. My first favorite, two weeks, two my weeks. favorite Ranger this year is Cole Calhoun. He started to come on. Man, in the month of May, he absolutely tore it up. He did. He hit like three seventy in the month of May. Yeah. Fun to watch. Always like that He's guy. Back. I liked him in Arizona. You liked, I liked him, him in. Did you like him in the Angels. I liked him as an Angel. I thought he was just a good baseball player, good hard nosed baseball. player. You know, player. he could just crank it out at any point. Yeah, good, good little player. So. It's well, been a fun team. The reason why I abandoned the Indians is really the fact that they abandoned me. Yeah. Nice. I was a Cleveland Indians fan, as you all know. Long time. They uh, they changed their name to the Cleveland Guardians. They uh, they caved under the political correct uh, cancel culture. The Indians were canceled. You know, they, yeah. they, they had to do it, some would say. Some would say it was necessary for them to do it. That's true. And uh, they did. They made that decision, and I just, to be honest with you, I don't care that much. It's not like a huge stance that I'm taking. You got a World Series. No, no, we didn't. Well, we went to you were close. the World Series. You got, you got a World Series visit. Ugh, I don't want to talk about that. It's like the Rangers, man. We got a World Series visit. You got two of them. Back to back. So, yeah, but, I mean, if I lived in Cleveland, I would still be a Guardians fan. Would you but get a, would I don't. You get a G, would you get a G jersey? G? I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of the logo. But, I mean, I just don't. And my childhood and my memories are with the Indians. I mean, think about, like, the movie that Charlie Sheen was in, you know? Major League. Exactly. Yeah. And all the teams that, you know, I, I grew up um, playing on, like Little League. You know, my dad was always the coach, and we were the Indians. And I was a Cleveland Indians fan. Yeah. Rooted for the tribe. I was an Indian at one point in the league. And, you know, I just, uh, oh, as Huggy Hobbs? Yes, I was, uh, so I'll give you my, my team my team lowdowns. I was uh, I was an Indian once. They gave me Ohio for some reason. I was an Indian. I was a red. Mm. Rough time. I was a Cub in T-ball. Mm. I was another blue team. I don't remember what they made us that year. That was a good team I was on that year, though. We were really good, and I can't remember what team we were that year. But... Oh, yes, I can. We were the Wildcats. They gave us a they gave us a team a team name of a high school, or of a, they they did college teams in actually. So we were like the Blue Wildcats, but they told us we were like some weird college Wildcats. Mm. And then I was also a Padre once. That was when Huggy Hobbs was donned. When I was a Padre, is that right? The Padres, the dads, the dads. Very good. Yeah, I I, I was primarily the Indians. You know, when I was growing up. And so, yep, that's that's the long and short of it is uh, my memories, my my good times lie with the Cleveland Indians. Your dad would be the coach. He'd go in the office and say, I want to be the Indians this year, wouldn't he? If he was the coach right now? If he was the coach of your team, he'd go claim the name Indians before any other coach could, wouldn't he? Yeah. That was yeah. him. That was yeah, him. he wanted he wanted to be uh, the Indians for sure. Yeah. It's fun. You know, because you got the hats. and. But I don't think that's the biggest change in your life the last few months. No? There's a new quarterback in the land. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Now we won't get into it too much because it's not football season yet, and it's not it's not our week to talk about football. No, 
This isn't a this is an episode about football. But man, just want to let it be known. What y'all did to my boy Baker Mayfield is absolutely despicable. <laughs> we haven't done anything yet. What y'all are doing to him is despicable. Just let him go. Why? Someone's gonna want him. Someone's yeah, gonna trade for but him. But if you release him, you still gotta pay him eighteen million. If you trade him and you trade him for or if you keep him okay, if you release him, you still gotta pay him eighteen million, is what I'm trying to say. If you keep him, you still gotta pay him eighteen million. If you trade him for a discounted rate, you kinda win there. You still kinda win there. So why not take you a little bit of a win? Go ahead and trade him, get him out the door. To who? I think either Carolina or Bitburg, even though I don't think Bitburg wants him no more. Send him out to Seattle, Carolina, or I don't know why Houston ain't making a play for him or Atlanta. Houston ain't got nobody down there, man. Yeah, I'm surprised at that too. Seattle. I'm thinking Seattle. I'm thinking Seattle too. They're used to the short quarterback. Yeah, yeah, they are. But they might know. they might see something in Drew Locke, man. I don't know. I, you know, it's funny, man. I've been pretty unplugged from sports. Like when it's the not like you. When the season isn't going on, like I'm not I'm just not interested in following the off season. It's not like you, man. No. You know, you missed a big drama last week. What was that? Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher. Uh, no, I didn't miss it. I heard the whole thing, and it is just so That's dumb. I wish the episode would have been going. We could have really dove into that. We can't. We still can. Yeah, but we're behind the curve on that. A lot of people. It's kind of old news at this point. You know, people and, kind of overhearing <laughs> about it. But there'll be more. Well, you know, when when A and M plays Alabama this season, you bet your butts we're going to make that one of our pick games. Mm-hmm. We have to. Yeah, and we got to follow up on the audio from that game. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm in on that. Are um, we going to go to training camp again this year? Yeah, I'm sure we can make it out there. We can go see our friends Tattoo Mark. Tattoo Mark and Soup Man. Soup. Soup Man or Soupin? No one really knows. Soupman. So we'll go we'll go see them. Um we'll have a good time with that. There are some other, you know, things we need to do. I would like to go to the state fair for the show. I'm in. Year. You had me you had me at hello. Yeah. Hi. Hello. You got me. Um we need to do that. We need to kind of line out some field trips. That's that's well, I actually, this season, what I want to do is be as peel back the curtain as possible for the listener. I want, I want to, uh, I want to go, I want to have you guys go on this ride with us Yeah, man. of what are we doing with the show? Where's the show going? Because to be honest with you, we don't know. We're here. We don't know. We, we want this thing to grow and to morph into whatever it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Let us hear from you. We would love to do a segment from the listener every week. Yeah. You know, if you guys email us, tweet us at LTWN pod on Twitter or Instagram. We also have LTWN pod at gmail.com. Hit us up. We will run an entire segment, not just a question or whatever. You give us a topic. I will research it and I will give you my thoughts on it. And will, if you're listening and you call up to this station, I mean, this pod, same thing. And you ask me a Baker Mayfield question just to troll me, I will respond mm-hmm. because it's my duty. Mm-hmm. But I won't like it. No. But I'll do it. No, not a one bit. I know he's going to be listening to this episode, and I just need him to know. Yeah, no, he, he will be. He will be. And he knows. Yeah. He knows. Shout out. And, yeah, he's not going to tell you what to eat on your pizza or anything like that. But that's another thing that I do want to get going. And th- here's an idea. Send it in to us. We'll order it. We'll figure we will, it out. We will take food requests. We'll try it on here. We'll we'll do live food reviews. We will. 
Movie reviews. Oh, we'll, we'll review a movie. Album reviews. You know what I dove into last night? What's that? The Batman? No, not the Batman. I dove into the Stranger Things. Did you? Four, and I'm in. Is it good? I'm back in. I okay. Mean, every time, I don't know how, I don't know why, but they always just, they just capture me and suck me in. Really? Because I, I was getting a little bit tired. Have you already started season at four? At the end. No, at, at the end of uh, season three. Like, it, it yeah. just the whole, you know, the kids are almost like too old now. Yeah, no, they're sucking me back in, man. Okay. I'm going to have to give it a shot because we are uh, subscribers. But I'm, only, I'm only an episode and a half in. They've made episodes longer a little bit. Really? Like, the second episode, I was 30 minutes in, and there were still 40-something minutes left. Ooh, ooh that's tough for me. And I was like, whoa, okay. That's tough for me. I went me. to bed. I've gotten into secession. What's that? It's like a show about uh, a rich family in New York. A media conglomerate family and uh it's it's interesting it's a good little show it's on hbo i'm i'm, I'm almost done with like season two i think oh yeah you know so pretty good pretty good we're gonna have some guests on we are gonna have some guests we we're are gonna, gonna, gonna do gonna that so you know if you have some realistic guests you think we could get call us let us know mm-hmm. now don't say you know somebody unrealistic here no don't, don't be saying baker mayfield we won't get him no we just won't but what else people in here? That's guaranteed. The Pope? Probably not. Could be. Maybe. Could be the Pope. Can you phone the Pope? Is there a phone the Pope.com? I think I think it is yeah, that's what it's called. Call call the Pope.com. Oh. Yeah. CTP.com. Look, look, look it up. Look up call the Pope.com. See what happens. I got a better one. <laughs> What's the Pope's phone number? <laughs> Is plus three three four three two seven four three two seven four. Would you like to call it? Yeah, call it. No. What? It's a collect call, man. I don't want to call over there. Why? It's gonna cost like thousand dollars. It's not gonna cost a thousand dollars to call the Pope. Uh, yeah, it will. No, Dude, it won't. that number was not like a regular seven-digit number. That's why you gotta go to callthepope.com. Dude, that number was it's like toll free there. Two numbers next to each other, space. Two numbers. Two numbers, space. Two numbers, space. Two. It was weird. It looked like a social security number. It's the language barrier. He's in a different country. And then I'm gonna call him and say, "Hey, man, this is the last thing we need." He's gonna say, "I don't speak your language." What accent was that? I don't know. I really. I butchered. Keep going. It. Keep going with fake pope. I don't know the pope. He's what is he French? Hey. Or? Oh, hey. How are you? Hey. Hey. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Uh. So we we wanted to call you. Uh. We are America's fastest growing podcast. Um. This we're is- looking to have some guests on. This is season two. Uh. By the way, have you ever listened before? Uh, no. Oh well. Um. Thanks, Pope. Um. So Pope. Well, I don't think you. Hang on. I'm gonna interject. I'm gonna get a break character. I don't think you can just call him Pope. You gotta like. Mister Pope. I don't. I don't know. Do you call him Mister Pope or do you call him Sir Pope? The Pope. Does the he pope? go by the Pope? No Pope or. It's like the Applebee's. The Popeman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs of the Pope. Uh, well, I'd hope you wouldn't know the ins and outs of the Pope. But maybe. Throughout this season, that's the kind of content you that we... They, you know what they say about the Catholic priest, you know, the Pope, you may know the ins and outs of the yeah. Oh, my God. So we're getting canceled for that, I'm sure. <laughs> that's that's not a real laugh. There's no live studio audience here. There's a huge audience out there. Um, you know, we may have Catholic listeners. You may, you may be offending people. It's one thing to impersonate the Pope and to do fake Pope voice. I hit the wrong button. But for you to take it where you took it, unacceptable hey man it's a joke all right 
It's a joke. <laughs> like, no, nah, it's not unacceptable. I'll let it fly. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I want to also give a shout out real quick to your hometown. Okay. Carrollton, Texas. Sure. That's where I was born. Okay, I meant to say like your high school hometown. Mm, mm. Lake Dallas. Lake Dallas. LD. Home of the Falcons. Y'all have got an incredible... And y'all, how y'all had one before didn't is beyond me. But y'all Chick Fil A, they they're onto something there. Oh yeah, they 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 are just the service is an all time high. Yeah, yeah. I'm in there today. Mm-hmm. What'd you get? Twelve count. Twelve count. Oh dude, yeah. So have you fallen off the wagon pretty hard? Oh bad. Okay, because but the- I'm still meeting my nutritionist and getting shots weekly. <laughs> and taking my these? supplements. Taking my supplements. I'm I'm balancing out at a weight right now. Like I'm still balance. I'm still at the same weight. Like evening out, balancing out, doing my thing. And it's working out. Like I'm, I'm, I'm maintaining. But we're gonna start doing another slim fast here soon. But this week we're not doing it. Why not? Too stressful starting the pod back up. I started back on the Chick Fil A today. We can't do it this week. <laughs> I prefer to start on a Monday. I just love that you're eating fried chicken and then going and seeing a nutritionist well, and getting shots. Well, then I'm eating fried chicken again tomorrow, dude. Because oh, my no. grandma's cooking for my brother's graduation. My brother graduated high school last week, and he's going to my other, my second little brother. Some, I have four little brothers. Wow. First one, graduated last year. Mm. He's going, he already went to college. Second one, graduated last week. He's going to Oregon. Okay. Go Ducks, huh? Mm-hmm. So, third one, he's going to be graduating next year, hopefully. And then the other one, last one, he's got like, we got a little bit of a gap between him. Okay. And then he'll graduate. Okay. And then we'll figure out where he's going. That's, that's, that's just uh, riveting. So, we're eating fried chicken tomorrow to celebrate. My grandma's making it homemade. So you're doing two... Okay, that's that's a lot, man. You're but gonna, you know, it makes... I feel healthier eating Chick-fil-A's fried chicken for some reason, dude. It's weird, right? I do understand what you're saying. You, you know what I mean? I do. It's but I like, think it's because they fry it in different ways. They fry it with love and Christianity? And air. I, I don't understand. I don't think it's air. Yeah. It's, but I did, hear from some, I did hear from an inside source that it is better fried for you. If you're going to have a fried food, Chick-fil-A does fry it a little bit cleaner than other places would fry their food. Yeah. So, technically, not that bad. Mm, but the French fry, you because I know you're getting French fries. It's a bear shit in the woods. Yeah, you're getting French fries. And I used to go to Chick Fil A. I was saladman. Side salad? Oh, I would do the grilled nuggets with a side salad or get their salads. The grilled nuggets would go hard. They're okay. They do this oh, weird Italian di- dressing. No, you they, you haven't got them lately. Then you got to mm. dip them in a barbecue sauce, man. Mm, mm, mm. Maybe I will one day. And maybe maybe that's a something... side salad with a balsamic vinaigrette or the the apple. There's some kind of apple cider, a vinaigrette. Very good. Mm. Very good. This this uh, now that we're on the subject of food, and we've kind of we've kind of meandered on on we, this way. We did this. Okay, I brought you something. I'm very excited. This is something that is you you can choose to open it and oh, review it right here. I am. Or you can choose to keep it and collect it. And the reason I say that, Cameron, is because this item is new, mm-hmm. and it is valuable, apparently. Um, how valuable? On eBay, this item is going for $9 a bag. Why? I don't know. Are they that good? Now, what we're talking about here is, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the new and improved limited edition Old Bay Seasoned Crackers Goldfish. 
thought you were throwing them hard. I was really not ready for this. <laughs> oh, no, no. There they are. Right there. Oh, my gosh. So crack and into like, those things. Yeah, I'm going to. Old Bay seasoning. So limited. Dude, this is. I at least want to get a picture of this. Yeah, you yeah, know, you're gonna want to get a Hang picture on. of that. Let me put the mic Each bag is sealed with a goldfish sticker they on the do back. That now. They do that. They do that for the other ones I had. Unbelievable. And they, yeah, you, it's crazy. Goldfish stepping it up. Goldfish is absolutely stepping it up. I have an inside source who's able to supply me with just about as much goldfish supplies as I need, and he was able to get the hookup. Can you get these. us some of those cookies too? I'm sure he could. I think we need to try some of those. I'll talk to him. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna dive in. Hang on. Okay. Okay. Cameron's opening the bag now, cracking that seal, and my God, the room smells like Old Bay immediately. Okay, you want like a smell test? The stench is overwhelming. Give your just overall take of kind of what's going on here. Whoa! Mm. Whoa! Okay, hang on. So, to preface, I'd, uh, I'm a big goldfish guy. Always have been. Big time. Man, this smells like gold. It's crazy. It's got a, it's got like a, man, that's nuts. It's like God's vagina. Dude, it's like. What? What? All right. No, they're they're. I, I got into the cheddar jalapeno ones. They're oversized. They're huge ones. Very good, very good goldfish quality. But they're big, so they're you you get you like eat those faster because there's not as many of them as like the little ones. <laughs> you know what I mean? All I right. Do. Here we go. Goldfish in chewing commenced. Much of a perplexed look on his face, dude. It's like eating. At a seafood restaurant. Really? Like it tastes like it was seasoned goldfish. Like, I, I mean. Like lobster. Chewing. I got the celery salt. Man, there's a good celery taste in there for some reason. <laughs> now I've got the Cajun. Is that what Old Bay is? Celery salt? I don't know, man. But you get a big celery You're salt. You're naming like really specific stuff. I got a big celery salt taste out of that. Okay. I'll go back for a third. Okay. Get in there. Get in there. Yeah, my mouth's just going to be so dry afterwards. We got beer in the fridge, water in the fridge. You can walk out there. I'm good. I'm good. I've eaten some of those already. Oh, you have? I have. I have. What do you think? You know, I thought they tasted like chicken noodle soup. Okay. I can see that. You see the celery. Chicken noodle soup. Does that have celery in it? Yes. Really? Depending on where you're buying your chicken noodle soup from. Man. How is is it? Interesting. Come on. Give me more words than interesting. So I'm reading here. I want to see some ingredients. You're going to read off the ingredients? I got the paprika. Okay. That's definitely there. Oh, yeah. Celery. Found it. Found it. Did you find the, the rat poison? Shit. I put a little bit of that in there. Paprika, spices, celery, onion powder. You can taste celery in them things, dude. Yeah. I mean, you can taste the the old bay. You know, everybody knows what old bay tastes like. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 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 what you season your seafood with. But that, they might as well have named that old bay featuring celery. No one would ever name anything Old Bay featuring celery. Well, that's why. Because they knew they fucked up. They're like, are you going to eat the whole bag? I'm all right. I'm hungry. Dude. <laughs> you just had 12 pieces of chicken. At like 11.40 a.m. Oh, man. It's what? 6.45? Yeah. We're good. So, I figured I would get you that. Now, oh, the you. value of that bag of goldfish is probably going to drop significantly since you've opened it and eaten half of it already. Unless I get famous, 
unless you get famous, then you could sell a half-eaten bag of Cameron Hobbs Old Bay Goldfish on eBay for twelve or fifteen dollars. I'll sign it, twenty dollars. I just think that you probably have wrecked a pretty good investment opportunity, and I was willing to just hand that over. That's cool. That's cool. That's your life. You wanted me to try it. It's your life. It's your life. Man, honestly, this is the best quality bag of goldfish I've ever held in my life. It's top notch. Like, because you know, some of them when you open the top of them, they rip really. Kind of rip a little bit. Yeah, yeah. That that one peeled apart perfectly. And it's whole like you can feel it. They don't make them like that no more. How old are these? Brand new. Okay, when you say they don't make them like that no more, I'm like, hang on a minute. Limited edition, brand new, <laughs> brand new goldfish. Fired twenty. Okay, we're good. We're good. We're good. Yeah. Man, I've never seen goldfish limited edition. How, do they make other ones like this? No, they don't. That's why the value is just through the. They've roof never done a limited things. edition. I don't believe so. You're telling me the somebody got into a room at old Pepperidge Farms, said, "Hey, let's do a limited edition." But let's not make it cool. Let's do Old Bay. Old Bay's pretty cool. Look at you. You're creaming your jeans over these things. Yeah, but, dude, I could have gotten in their room and made a whole better idea than Old Bay. Let's hear them. Chicken and waffles. Flavored goldfish. Okay. That's Limited actually edition. pretty good. Now, if you just want to take different, like, brands, have a brand name partnered up with them. What about, like, easy. Grizzly Wintergreen? Oh, you had me, then you lost me. <laughs> now, you could have taken one. You could have partnered up with a local beer company or whiskey. Do Bush Light. Jack Daniels Goldfish. Make them like a whiskey honey. Jack Daniels Goldfish. Think about the possibilities. <laughs> Better than Old Bay. I guarantee you one tastes like celery. Now, they could have. They, they really dropped the ball here. They should have done Old Bay, featuring Old Bay, Bloody Mary flavored. They could have. It's got celery. They could have. Do you think aliens are real? Whoa. Ma'am, you telling me aliens brought these? Maybe. They taste out of this world? No. No. Not out of this world. Man, it depends on what you classify as an alien. Something not human, not from this planet. Living creature. Extraterrestrial. I don't Smarter know, man, than Because I heard some stuff got released and... I don't know if that's like a real thing or if it's like a... I haven't really do- dove into what got released from the government. Are you interested? Do you, do you, do you know what got... Re- I knew you'd know what got released from the government. I don't have it all right in front of me, but I think this is something that I'm going to dive pretty deep on this season. I think you should. I think I'm going to get into it. Because something that I have been interested in, Cameron, artificial intelligence. Hey, AI is a shit, dude. Dude. It's smart. It's super smart. And the more that I'm starting to learn about it and figure out what exactly it can do, the more I am wildly intrigued with the capabilities. Are you scared? Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. But I'm not I'm not actually scared like I don't think they're that's going to be like a terminator situation at least for our lifetime. Our lifetime. Maybe 2 250 years down the road. Uh Maybe you're looking at something like that. I think what's going to happen for us and maybe, uh, you know, the next generation after us is the AI is going to cater to us hand and foot and make like our butlers. lives wildly easier. Yeah, butlers, dude. Yeah. I think there's a good chance that they really figure out, okay, what can we do to help? What robots can we invent to make life easier? The self-driving cars already happening. The AI and planes and, and you know, these computers like... Well, you see the surgery ones, right? Yeah. Those are incredible. Unbelievable. 
It's going to get to the point. All right, think about this. Think about this. Do you think... So what does a, what does a, a lawyer do? He, he argues. He argues, right? He argues what? On your behalf. On your behalf, and he argues the law. Well, yeah. And how did he learn the law? Are you trying to suggest that AI is going to be teaching lawyers or going to be arguing? Well, let's, let's walk down that road. Let's, let's see if we can figure out a, a reality where that is the case. I'm going for one more bite. Okay. Because I would contend that a lawyer goes to law school for eight years, right? That's law school, eight years, whatever, somewhere around there. Yeah, whatever you get your bar on. And they have to study and learn the law and study case law and look at different situations. It's going to be state to state and whatever. There's so much information that they have to retain in their heads, take a test, pass the bar, and now they're, you know, an acceptable option for you to hire as a practicing lawyer, okay? It took eight years for them to go learn all that stuff or however long it takes. Yeah, it's a lot of years. An AI computer will just know right away. Yeah, but some people just want to be lawyers. Some people are born like that. They're like, man, I was born this way. I want to fight for a living, like, and verbally. And I want to argue, and that's my life. I want to go to school for that, and I want to make money doing it. And they just want to do that. Yeah, but who's going to hire them when they could hire a computer for cheaper? Yeah, but what if the computer... The, the, the thing I think is that the computers... You get computers arguing with each other? They're not going to argue with each other because you're missing... You're, you're kind of... Uh, you're missing the point, right? Like, I think it fucks up the legal system. Well... It may make it better. Let's go down that road first. Let's let's play because it's all hypothetical. So just see where this goes. Okay. Is there a, a possibility that these computers can just interpret the law because there's no opinion with it? You know what I mean? It's it's uh, there, but there's no corruption either. You know, there's no corrupt judge. There's no paid off anybody. There's no bias. There's no whatever. Yeah, but what if you don't have an attorney, like your AIs, they won't go as far as to look into some of your cases as far, like what if you have a guy that's actually innocent that, that all the all the evidence has been put into place that makes him look guilty, but he's actually innocent, and they don't go as far as to find the last piece of evidence that shows him his innocence. Think about that. Well, you're kind of uh, describing a huge problem already with the legal exactly. system. Exactly, but there's some attorneys that go above me on to fix that. that, that, that it's, there's a big problem we have with it already. But there is people that advocate for those, and there's 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 been a lot of overturn and wrongful convictions that are getting fixed. They are few and far between, but you're right. Like the innocence project yes. is a big deal that they're doing. But I would understand that point if it were something that wasn't already happening. I think I think the bar I think I think as far as attorneys, I think it'd be one of the last things you see AI. And do you think that's just that's the only reason? Because the government. I don't think the government's gonna let AI go in your judicial system. They still want some control there. Okay, and so, why do they want the control? Because if they start doing that there, that's going to make its way go up to this. Think about that. If they can do it in civil court, they can do it in bigger court cases. When it gets to go into the government, which is going to mess with them, it's going to mess their legalities. There's not not everything that goes on in the government is legal. Right. So you get AI going in there, and you get to talk about the Supreme Court and talk about all these big cases that are going above the floor. and You know, you have big court cases, even right before the Supreme Court, like big Big cases with with your government officials. It's not they ain't gonna they ain't gonna let that pass. Look at that slide. Well, and and think about it another way too, right? Like, let's say that 
you had a had a computer that just could know all the laws immediately, like at the yeah. snap of a finger, right? That's basically how computers work. They just get the information yeah. plugged into them and they and they know it. Um, you know what happens to a, an industry like law school? What happens to Yale and yeah. Harvard? You know what? Like, but it, it will get to a point. That's what's crazy about this is I'm almost certain that it will get to a point where. You may be right where there will be laws in place to where people still um, allow humans to make those decisions. Bro, you got to think about AI's got to hit a bunch of different places first because think about how many people don't want to work right now. Like it's got it's gotten bad even since the last time we had a shot at episode. Like people everywhere are hiring because nobody wants to work ever. Mm-hmm. You don't see it anywhere. You don't see anybody working. You see help wanted signs everywhere. I mean. People shorthanded, short-staffed, and people they do have, they're still training a lot of times. I mean, it's hard to find people that want to work some of these jobs. So, I mean, a, a big one on that is uh, servers. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. They've, they've made the robot server. Yeah. It they've, had, actually, they've had to. There's one in, uh, there's one in the Chili's off of uh, 121. Really? Yes. We should go field trip to that. It's called Rita. You can look it up, and it's... it's I've seen it. It's got, like, a little... It's got the little uh, levels in the belly or whatever. Yeah, it's, like, a little tray, and, I mean... More or less, it's like a a, a busser right now. You know, it, it like you can put you can put food on it and it will take it to the table, but it can't necessarily do everything that a server can do at this moment. But you just have to kind of look a little bit forward. It's like okay, if we're already there, we're not far away. Like the technology is just not far away from taking one of those uh, Boston Dynamics robots. Have you seen those? Mm-mm. Okay, you're gonna need to go down to YouTube and go down the rabbit hole of Boston Dynamics robots. Okay. And these are the robots that, I mean, they can function, they can do backflips. They, they operate like a human. But they look like a robot. Complete robot. It reminds me of, what's that Will Smith movie? iRobot. iRobot, yes. Okay, so I mean, that's not far off from what these things can do. Yeah. They can jump real high. They made little little dog ones. And, you know, they can use them in the military to, like, these things can carry materials yep. and mule around, you know, big packs and stuff like that. And much like anything, that's where a lot of this technology is, is coming from is the military is going to have it before we do, you know, civilians, yeah. right? Like GPS and stuff like that. I'm, I'm pretty sure that the military was using that type of technology far before it was available, readily available in, like, civilian life. And so you would have to think that even right now, there's technology that is currently existing that would blow your mind. Man. I know, and I think there's stuff like, when you bring back the eight, there's, there's stuff we don't know. I mean, in every, in every aspect, from criminals to, to military operations, there's stuff that the general public just doesn't know because it's better if we didn't. I mean, I'm not saying me and you, but certain people in this world, it's better if we didn't know. There's panickers everywhere. So, you know, if the, I'm sure there's been threats to us I mean, I, I think we can both agree. There's probably been threats to us. There could be last. Let's let's just put an example here. Last Friday, there could have been a global th- or there could have been a, a threat. Somebody threatened to bomb the U.S. and they neutralized it without telling us and didn't tell anybody to watch out because they knew they had it under control. But they didn't want to send the world into panic. Like if somebody threatened to nuke us, and it wasn't an actual credible threat of we're actually gonna get nuked, and they kept it from us. Think about the world going to panic if they just told us off impulse, "Hey, you're about to get nuked. Get ready." Well, do you remember when they uh, did that in Hawaii? Yeah. Do you remember when they like accidentally sent the Accident- alerts? Yes, the accidental nuclear. And how crazy that was! You can hear interviews from those people. It was a couple years ago, I yeah. think. And 
they sent out the real alert system. Yeah. Like, hey, nuclear bomb incoming. You guys need to take cover immediately. This is not an alert or this is not a test. Yeah. You know, and they were sending that and, it, and it apparently comes up on your phone. Yeah, I would freak out. And everyone was. They were running, getting in sewers and storm drains and, you know, homes and stuff like that. And there were people that couldn't make it over to their family and they were like, wow, this this is it, huh? Like they and they were really going through that thought process of you know, this is not a test. Yeah. And it was insane. You can go figure out that those people, um, you know, they they did they gave interviews and stuff and it's it's fascinating to uh, hear that moment in their life. Watch it. Um, but as far as, you know, people aren't supposed to know, I thought this was interesting. And I'm saying some shit that I need to... Research. Research. <laughs> I definitely do. Um, but I, I believe this is true, that not long ago, like, religious world leaders met, you know, with some intelligence agency about extraterrestrials. Really? So what do you think that they would be meeting about? Why would why would that be important for for that meeting to take place? Man, I don't know. Because I, I you know, it could be and this is not conspiracy theory. I think you can look this up. This is this is real. Um it could be the fact that how do you justify religion and then throw in something like aliens? It's a tricky thing to teach people. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. if, you know, these, these religions are, are very old and they've been around for a very long time and they're, they're pretty much locked in to their belief system. How do they, but again, with the extraterrestrial thing, I think I'll, I'll challenge is, you know, how do they know for sure? You know, because it's not, there's some, one thing that I've seen is that it's not like, they just, they came out and said there was an object, a UFO. Unidentified. Flying object. Flying object. So, that could have been a number of things. You got to think about that too. And from the year it came out as well, where we're at now. Now, I know their technology is advanced to where they, they can know some things, but think about the Rolodex of things that could be, and the, the, the Rolodex of things they've disproved in this world for UFOs, you know? So, how do you know? I don't, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. And, I mean, I would have to assume that if it gets to the point where they're having that meeting, you know, could they be positioning themselves, having discussions, and by they I mean the people who are running things, the government, who are, you know, who are the CIA, whatever, right? Could they be figuring out, okay, we're going to tell everyone. We just got to do it the right way because of what you said. There are panickers everywhere. Yeah. And there are... There are people that are just going to freak out. And if we don't do this the right way, it could cause absolute mayhem. But it's also something that we do need to tell people. Yeah. And so there, I think that could be part of the uh, dilemma here, you know, and it could be like, you know, they're, they're positioning with these religious leaders. Okay, how exactly are we going to work this in to make it make sense for your followers because there's there's a certain thing about religion and that's this is the best part about it right is you know most all religions are kind of a moral compass a moral guideline you know what i mean like a, a majority of them say similar things in terms of be a good person treat others well you know and then there's different nuances throughout right but 
that's a general idea of kind of what it does. Um, you know, imagine if your moral compass and your moral guidelines and your your entire um, identity as a human is based off of this this idea of how to live your life, and then another outside idea comes in and I don't know about disproves it or just really hardcore challenges that that belief. Yeah, I think it would cause a lot of mayhem. Yeah, I mean, I get I get where you're coming from on that too. I mean, it's a it's a big a lot of discourse, but I think there's a lot more research. I mean, there's a lot that people they don't still don't know. I mean, you got to think about that too because if they're coming out being this vague, and they could know more too, but why why tell people and be so vague about it if you're going to tell people? So what's really going on? Yeah, yeah. I agree. I, I'm I'm going to be interested, and that is something that I'm going to, you know, AI, aliens, stuff like that. I want to yeah, talk yeah. about stuff like that. We got a new conspiracy theorist out here. Y'all be ready. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm I'm not I'm not super conspiracy theory guy, but I mean I'm I'm absolutely fascinated. No, I get it, dude. I get it. No, the thing is, is you've got to be, and you got to find something that's your niche, and you find something that you can research and and and, and bring to talk about. Mm-hmm. Why not? Why not? Why not spice it up a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Spice it up. See what's going on. So that's something that I've been I've been digging into actually. Um, some of the ideas and some of the things that have been brought to my attention is coming from uh, a podcast that I've I've found. What have you What have you been listening to? It's called Dudesy. Do you remember the show Mad TV? Yeah. Okay, that was uh, you know a, a sketch comedy show. Yeah. And I think it was on Fox. Is like originally where it aired. Yeah. Uh, but it, I, I always saw it as a kid on, uh, like, Comedy Central and stuff like yeah. that. Well, there was a, a big, fat white guy on that show. You remember that guy? His name was Will Sasso. Oh, I think I know who you're talking about. He was kind of like Sasso. a bald, big white dude. Big old boy. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's him. He's one of the co-hosts, and he hosts it with his friend, who is, like, a, a former writer and, and comedy producer and stuff like that. His name's Chad Colchin. And basically, they, it is the first podcast of its kind, Cameron, that is I know who you're talking about now. <laughs> you looked up Will Sasso. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I, I want to make sure I was on the same page. Yep. Um super funny guy. Yeah, he's got a little wife. Does he? Oh, he's six three. Never mind. <laughs> um it, it's the first podcast of its kind because it is completely produced and manufactured by an artificial intelligence. Really? And the AI is called Dudesy. That's the name of it. And what they've done is they've given away all of their passwords to their emails, Spotify, streaming, you know, Netflix, HBO, whatever. Basically, anything digital that they're doing, it is completely handed over to the AI. Like, all the information. They're still doing it, you know. Yeah. But they still are doing whatever they want. But the AI, Dudesy, is able to track every single thing that they're doing. And it's using that information to cultivate the most entertaining podcast that it can create for these two individuals. It knows their interests. It knows what they've been looking up this week. It knows what they've watched this week. It knows where they ate. You know, I got, it knows all of this stuff. And it pops on. It actually, when I say it, it's because it, is like it an actual it. It isn't it. it's a kind of like an actual being yeah. and it'll it'll pop on and give them ideas or topics or or all kinds of different stuff and one of the ones that it, it keeps saying is uh you know 
it seems like the world is in complete disarray and it's almost 100% sure that it's, it's crumbling. And there's one human that the artificial intelligence has identified that can save the planet and it's Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> Oh my god! They have to keep coming up with a oh scenario of the rock will save the world, and uh, it's pretty funny. It's really entertaining, but it also asks questions like really strange stuff for an AI to ask. Um, like it asks, "Do they believe in free will?" Damn! And it, it'll ask these strange questions, and it's just it's it's really piquing my interest. Of like, okay, I'm I'm starting to really kind of wrap my head around. It's neat, though. It is. It's so entertaining. And it's really like, it it just feels like you're listening to something really cutting edge. You know what I mean? It's cool. It's pretty cool. And I want to bring some of, you know, that conversation into here because I, before those two guys introduced me to what this stuff is capable of, I really, I wouldn't have had the full understanding of what I partially have now. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, for sure. Like, I'm just kind of dipping my toes into it and it's. I think you're going to be fascinated with some of the stuff that I might be able to bring to you. I think what's cool about this show too is like people are going to see people know us and even like people in our personal life, but then new viewers who maybe don't know me for my music or don't know you off the street or don't know me off the street or don't know any of, you know, don't know anything about us. Don't know you from calling games. Right. 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 Haven't heard of us before. Going to cause see a side of us, but I think people that know us, you know, and people that people that maybe have listened to my music before. One thing I think is kind of cool is they get to come to this podcast. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you almost chopped your head off. Oh my gosh! There's a big old whiteboard behind me. I just hit about died. Sorry about that. But they come in here, and they can uh, they can listen and like get a whole other side of us. You know, like they the pod. You got to realize the podcast. The last thing we need is a whole different side of us. You know. Like, if you hang out with, like, our close friends, they know. They know us, you know. But, like, there's some people out here that don't know us. And they get to see us in the last thing we need and see us do some of these funny things. Like, there's going to be some fu- there's gonna be some funny things we talk about on here. And, like, we get to laugh at it and just say some nonsense, just being goofy. As yeah, it. yeah, I want to have fun with and, it, yeah, for sure. We'll be talk- I mean, there'll be times that I'll bring up, I mean, we'll, we'll have sort of serious sports conversations or funny sports conversations. I'll be talking, I'll get, I'll get on a rant about something. I'll get real passionate about it because that's who I am. That's what I do. And Smitty will challenge the hell out of me on it. And I'll get frustrated. I'll get to go. But it'll be funny, though. But also, we have good opinions on stuff like that. I feel like we've gotten better about that. But also, there's going to be things in life that I'll challenge, too, to be funny. And, you know, you'll get you get different sides of us and different stories from us that I think are going to be cool. Just because at the end of the day, like, when you're out, for me personally, like, when I'm out in public playing a show, that persona of me is like, I have to be straight you know, like straight edge doing this doing all these things and like i gotta i want to put on the image of this 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 and this and this and because i need to i need to do that but like i feel like here i can be you can kind of fire from the hip a little bit fire from the hip i can give kind of the backstory i give kind of a little bit of behind the scenes of what it's like on the road you know or like on the shows or what's like in like going on in life but also for a lot of terms i just don't have to give a fuck in here about what people think. You know what I mean? Like I could put out what we want to and talk about it and be funny, you know, about stuff. Yeah. It's like we could be opinionated on things, but that are, you know, funny and talk about it. And they're going to see a side of us. It's like, damn, these guys, they're cool. We're not going to be, you know, having to play the, uh, you know, suit and tie, you know, have to keep it rated. A yeah. Certain and I don't, way. I don't think we've really ever, ever we never have, that. but I'm talking about in public. You have to do like for me personally, like playing music and stuff like, I have to keep an image, do this. Like, I keep my head on it, like, to do this, this, and this. But, like, in here. Do you really feel like you have to do Why do you I feel, feel like you have I feel to like, do that? I feel like at certain t- I feel like 
used to. I used to do a lot, dude. Like I was like, man. Like, what is? I guess. Let me ask you a different question. Like, what exactly do you think the image is that you're putting on? Because I've seen do, you. No. I've seen you get like shit faced. Well, I've been better stage. about it now, but before, before, like before, I'd say like a year or two ago when I'd play shows like pre-COVID, Cameron, and you can. There's people that I could bring on here that would tell you, dude. Like, I literally would like be like, man. I gotta be like this, 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 and this, and like all my stuff. Otherwise, you know, people are gonna look at me like this, and I'm not gonna be. Which would stress me out. It wasn't healthy at all. But if I was like, I was like, you know, I've got to play this show, and I've got to play it to the best of my abilities, and then I have to be done, and I need to be a certain aspect of myself, like the best version of myself I can be to people after the show and before the show, to the venue, after the show to the people, fans who hang around, even with opener people, because. If not, I won't get an opportunity like this again. That was my mentality. It was like who? I be, who would you like model after? Did you see other people who you thought were doing? I just that? always heard stories, man. I just like that. That was the stories that I heard of. Like, you know, you, sometimes you can only get one opportunity of things, right? When you're sure. playing music, and so I was like, but I've gotten more opportunities since I stopped giving a damn than I did. I mean, we got grabbed twos before that, but I feel like since I've cut loose, like people got to know me more, and I just I feel like first off, I write more music now than I did. I just don't give a damn and so I play better I sing better I write better and more opportunities have arisen for it from it like we're booking again like we're back we're back on you know mm-hmm. it was like damn I wish I'd done this a few years ago like dude there's there's time in my life I wouldn't touch out I wouldn't drink it all on the road I wouldn't I would water and I wouldn't like I had a little bit of drinking like when I first turned 21 but then I would like just straight edge even my buddies my band like dude why it's party with us like nah man I'm going to bed yeah like you kind of get li- enjoy the dude, benefits of uh, being yeah. a rock star I'd, I'd go to bed early I'd go, like on the road like there was nights I'd go to bed I'd like fake sickness to go under bed early just really I, yeah man like it was bad and are you, you're not naturally that's really interesting because you're not naturally well I also had like anxiety on the road a little bit for, for a little bit of time I was gonna say you're not naturally an introvert no. like you go to a lot of parties and you go dude, to the bars with us I was and stuff just so like that. T- I was just so tired dude and like I just I got done I got done playing and when I got done playing I was like man I just need to chill and do this and I don't want to go to that party I just want to go to bed just cause, I don't know it's just like I had anxiety I guess but now I don't give a damn. I'll go party. I'm in. You know, it's like, but once I started cut, once I got past that mental wall, that mental gap of cutting loose and doing it, I think it's just aging, getting older, realizing, hey, cut loose a little bit. I've had times in my life, man. Like, I've had so much fun. Yeah. Like, so much fun. There's been so much fun I've had for shows. Even just like, dude, our Christmas show. <laughs> that was, that was wild. If you want to hear about that, you can go to uh, wow. RFPD Christmas. Something. It's like episode 18 or something like that. Yeah. On Apple Podcast or Spotify, wherever you get your wherever podcast, you get your stuff. But there's been like, well, there's one show I played last year where I partied to like three in the morning with friends after, and like it was it was fun. And like we're back doing that, you know, it's great. It's a great time. I have a great time doing it. But what I'm saying in here though, even like on social media and stuff, like I still like obviously there's shows, and you've seen shows at Jackson. You haven't seen other shows too. Like, there's other shows where I do I party, but else I keep, you know I keep it I keep a wheelhouse good because you have to. You don't want to. I don't. But also you know I don't get like belligerently drunk on the road. Like, no, 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 you don't. Because that is one of the That's most different. annoying things is like going and watching somebody perform. Have you ever seen somebody really fucked up? Oh, everybody I think at one point seen it, or you can look it up on YouTube. I mean, you can find somebody that's done it. I mean, so, like, think of one of the best bands ever. It was almost completely ruined by that yeah. turnpike. Yeah. And I saw Evan Felker at Texas Mardi Gras just fucking forgetting words to songs he'd yeah. sung for 15 years. The thing is, is like, once you get, so now that I'm past that, right? So like, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm behaving on the road. But what I'm saying is in here is that I can just like, 
we can ask the tough questions because, again, the only people going to take us down Spotify and iTunes. You know, we can ask tough questions that maybe you know the radio station can't ask these people, or we can ask the tough questions. We can bring up the, the things that maybe if we were doing this on some station or network, we wouldn't be able to talk about. Yeah, and we can do that, and we can be funny about it. We can do whatever we want because it's ours. This is our thing. Well, and more or less, it's like you know, it it is really fun, and I have missed it. Um, yeah. because this is like, you know, you get to play shows and stuff like that, but yeah. you know, for the most part, like in life in all of life, this is like my creative outlet, dude, this was another, but for me, this was, this has always been fun for me because it's different than music. Like this is something that is so different and I get to do a different aspect of, but something I've always loved and wanted to be a part of that. Like I love doing it too. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's a creative as aspect for me too. It's a whole nother creative aspect for me that I can challenge my brain to do. Which I love. I think it's good. I think it's good for me that way because it's keeping me sharp on all aspects, and it makes your it stimulates my mental. And there there have been times over the last few months where I've seen a news story or seen something, and I was like, "Damn, I wish I could talk about." I this. know, me too. Dude. There's been so many things that pop, dude. So many things have popped up the last few months. Like even in the sports world or even like news world, I've been like, "Damn, that'd be good for the pod right now. That'd be good for the pod." Yeah, yeah, and and I'm glad that we're doing it back again because. There's different things like like I just talked about for the last 15 minutes or whatever, like the aliens and stuff. It's yeah. all kind of new to me, and I'm yeah. I'm intrigued by it. Yeah. And I'm the kind of person that like, okay, I'll get on a kick of something for like three months and yeah. dive into it. And exactly. You you go in full head of steam when you go into something too. Yeah, and I don't know what that is. And my dad is kind of the same way. Like, well, you raised that way. Yeah, like he. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't long ago, like a few years back. All my life, he had kind of been nerve, like not deathly afraid or anything, but he's not a snake guy. Oh, I'm not either. I remember one time we were on a pontoon boat, and I was probably about 10 years old or so with a buddy of mine, and it was like my sisters and my dad, and we were on my, my neighbor at the time, their pontoon boat, and a little green snake, probably about a foot long or something like that, somehow breached the pontoon and was on the boat. And I remember my dad like kind of freaking out, making sure no one was around it, and like trying to get it off the boat and all this stuff. you know. And, and we made fun of him calling it a sea serpent and stuff like that, <laughs> you know, like it was a, uh, it was a good time, but you know, he was, that's just one example. He was not into snakes yeah. at all. Like kind of freaked out by him. And, uh, he's from Ohio moving down to Texas. You know, there's poisonous snakes here. Yeah. He just wanted no piece of it. Yeah. I don't know what it was a few years ago. He got intrigued by snakes and joined this Facebook group that is like a snake identification Facebook group. Really? And now he can like see a snake and identify it immediately. And is he, he like freaked out of them or no? No, no, not really. He wants to see them. He, he like if a neighbor has one in their yard, he's like, I'll go, I'll go take a look at it. Like, oh my gosh. It's like, but he did the same thing where he like got intrigued by something and just dove in head first. And it's almost Man. like a, just a personality trait or something. Dude. It's so fucking funny, too. Like, I just don't know what to think about that. This is the craziest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. And I have it's, so many questions, but I don't know like how to... I, gosh, we need to have him on and talk about the snake, man. As an in-house snake expert? Yes, dude. That's just something. Smitty's dad and in-house snake expert. That, yeah, it's just... It's it's so funny. He's like, yeah, that right there, that's a that's a Western Diamondback rattlesnake right there. Non-venomous. <laughs> how are we going to do picks this year? Uh, we'll figure it out. I mean, we'll we, need a, out. we need some, we need a third man, third man. Well, I need to stop doing this men thing. We need <laughs> a, I've ruined you. Gosh, we need a, we need a third man in here um, for, for picks. We need, maybe, maybe we get a permanent guest picker for the season that joins in on the bet. 
that we call in that calls in weekly to make his picks. I think Dylan would be great. Dylan. Is oh, it? Dylan. Yes, loyal needer. He's he's earned his keep at least for season two. He's my strong, and he's a, he's a sports guy. Big sportsman. So it's gonna work pretty well. <laughs> Jesus, you are you're <laughs> completely fucked, aren't you? I am. <laughs> Dylan, if you're listening, which we know you probably hopefully are. I'm sure you are. Saw, dude. I'll call you tomorrow. It was nice partying with him that one night. Yeah, we finally got, meeting him. Yeah, dude, he was very excited to meet you. Yeah, dude. it was it was a you good wore time. Your Eli shirt. I have your shirt here. <laughs> yeah, I need to get it. I I lost my cooler again the other night. You brought it to the party to after I lost it at another party. And you lost it again? Somewhere in the abyss. I'm sure it'll pop up. It's gone forever. If it's at that dock, it's gone forever. It'll pop up. I think Nick Johnson has it. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'm, I'm in good shape, but I'm really excited. I, I think that's a strong candidate. We're kind of producing on the air a little bit. We're peeling the curtain back, letting you guys kind of hear a little bit of our thoughts on the show and where we think this thing can go. And We're getting rid of breaks. We are getting rid of breaks. That's another thing. We, why, we want, why have breaks on a podcast? We want to make more content in less time. The only Be- breaks you'll ever hear... Or ads. So if you want to sponsor, send us an email. Yeah, and Justin Anderson, uh, if you're listening to this episode, we're definitely going to reach out to you for yep. some crypto stuff because you reached out to us in the hiatus. Yeah, you did. And I think we're, we need to be on to something. In fact, we need to bring back the segment, What's Going On With Cameron's Crypto Today? I hate to break it to you, but we've had a rough few months. Yeah, this has not been a good time to be crypto guy. So six when I bought, oh no, it wasn't six months ago because we weren't in a six month hiatus. No, like a twelve week hiatus. We've been real here, but got this what in February? Mm-hmm. Got about seven hundred dollars of it or something that I had on here. Mm-hmm. Seven hundred, eight hundred. I was like seven fifty, maybe eight hundred. Mm-hmm. I'm at four hundred seventy three dollars fifteen cents in Ethereum. Ethereum. Well, you know, what are you going to do? Well, you I, hold on. I could have sold it at 900 or something a few months ago, and I'd have been sitting pretty right now considering it's at 400. I could have bought more right now at 400. That way, when it went back up, I'd have been rich, rich man. I guess that's the way it works, isn't it? I could have reinvested my 900 to where it's down to 400 right now and then let the ship do the sinking. I think we need to keep up with that. I'm interested. I got a little bit of a stake in the game now. Really? Yeah. Small, small bit. I got some Ethereum, some Bitcoin. Oh, some Bitcoin. I wonder how much uh, a bored ape is now. Dude, those bored apes died off fast. That that was a flash in a pan. Dude, that was that was like six weeks of bored ape, bored ape, bored ape, bored ape. Then they just tanked. I don't know the value of them now, but I think Well, NFTs, they may still have values, but I'm, I, the bored apes, though, we heard about them a lot. You'd see people posting about them. Athletes, and yeah. Gone. Nowhere. Nowhere to be found. Gone. And my Twitter timeline is still just full of that shit because I followed, like, weird bored ape people. <laughs> Dude. But, yeah, that's, uh, that's going to be another thing that we focus on. <laughs> so, we're, you know, again, I do want to focus on the fact if you're, if, you're, uh, if you're out there and you want us to, to talk about something, a lot of our listeners have our phone numbers. Text us. Get a, give us some content. Give us a Holler. call. We'll definitely uh, we'll figure out something to do with your content. We'll talk about whatever you got. If you have suggestions you'd like to email us, again, ltwnpod at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter or Instagram at ltwnpod on each of those, I believe. We're going to probably somehow or another get a Facebook going. Um, I know that we, we said uh, we're going to have video for you guys. Mm. Again, we got real busy. 
And but we never found the time, but it's coming. Don't worry. Don't worry. It doesn't mean that it doesn't mean it's not coming. It just means it's delayed. Yeah. Okay. But young Eli, we all we do want to offer our sincerest condolences to your podcasting career. Young Eli. You know what? I was going to end on something else, but young Eli. You just picked it right back up where it was. Young Eli, <laughs> thank you for all you've done. Yes. Thank you for all you will do. We hope to see you again. Maybe you could do an annual beer mile. Yeah. Maybe you can butt chug a six pack next time. And you know what, Eli, for you, since you're gone, this music's making me feel it right now. Mark my words. I will polar plunge for you this year. I have no longer got bronchitis. <laughs> And I know you were very passionate about it. You brought it up a lot on this pod. I will polar plunge for you. When? It's got to be polar. It's very hot outside right now, so I don't think it counts. Okay. But I will polar plunge for you, Eli. And I will always love you. Thank you guys for tuning in, though. See y'all next time. Still shitting your pants?